Hello and welcome to season four of Motivate Me. Are you feeling flat and you want to get your mojo back? Well, welcome to Monday Motivation, where we'll be dishing out tips, tricks, and techniques to get your head and heart back in the game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Motivate Me. It's me time here on Motivate Me, and we are working on coming back from flat. Before we start today, let's get into the right headspace. Let's get engaged in the idea that this is a time where you are the priority. So we're going to slow it down. We're going to take two breaths to get us centered. So just follow me. We're going in for four, hold for four, out for six. In for four, hold for four, out for six. We're going to do that one more time. In for four, hold for four, out for six. Okay, it really does feel better when you get a couple of those deep breaths in you to center you. Today's focus is say goodbye to feeling selfish. This topic has really evolved for me over time. But what does say goodbye to feeling selfish mean? You know, at first glance, we probably think about how hard it is to let go of our daily responsibilities just long enough to embrace a personal interest. But is that it? Is that all there is to feeling selfish, and is it that easy to let go? That's what we're going to talk about today. I mean, where did the idea that we're selfish begin for us in the first place? We're not born believing the idea that we're selfish human beings. It goes much deeper than that. It's really deep. And if we feel like, at our core, we are truly selfish, how will we ever be able to dedicate the time, the space and energy we need to create? to evolve, to flourish, or really just to deeply love? How will we ever feel worthy of success or abundance if we are so heavily rooted in the belief that we don't deserve these things because we're not good enough? I think the fundamental idea we need to prove to ourselves first is that we are good. So let's start there. Let's prove it. Here's what I would like you to do. I would like you to take some time to look past what you think you already know, to look past what anyone in your life has told you, and I want you to write down some facts, just list examples of when you know you did good for someone. Think about times when you've sacrificed your time, your effort, your energy, your money. Think about the times you've prayed for someone. Times that you've sincerely wished well for someone. Think about how you've shown love to others. Here's why this is important. You may have been a bratty, selfish teen who was trying to fit in and put friends before your family. But are you that person now? Have you been that person for the past 20 or 30 years? Or maybe the person who called you selfish in the first place Use that term to get you to do what they wanted because in reality, they're the selfish one. Maybe no one called you selfish at all and you just assumed people thought you were because of a story you created in your own mind 
about a specific situation. The funny thing is, none of that stuff matters. That's why we need to focus on facts. So first, make that list of all the good you've done in the world. See that you are not a selfish person, that you're actually quite a giving person who has true and pure intentions, someone who wants good things for others. You need to know that people who believe they're selfish are most likely not selfish. Why? Because a selfish person would never put the time into caring about how what they want impacts others. Wow, that would be a very big contradiction. I will warn you that gaining this awareness is not a magic cure. Even when you see the facts on paper, you'll probably make excuses about how you've done good things, but that doesn't make you a good person. If this is you, you will just need to continue to prove to yourself that you are good. Continue to revisit this in your mind daily, and sometimes you're going to have triggers that set you back, especially because people who believe they're selfish have the hardest time protecting their personal boundaries. Okay, so let's say that you got this down. You made your list. You're proving to yourself, hey, self, I'm a pretty damn good person. I'm not selfish at all. (laughs) And you're reinforcing that idea daily through your giving thoughts and actions. What next? Do a chore a day. Sounds so simple, right? It is. Do whatever you need to do to feel as if you're pulling your weight in your world so you can then spend untethered time on something you're passionate about. You may be laughing at the idea of having to do only one chore a day. Maybe you typically do 12. But maybe you're someone who is currently struggling to even get one chore done a day. There's so much to say on this topic. I know I'm going to struggle keeping this episode to 10 minutes. So I'm not going to beat around the bush here. If you are someone inundated with chores, always racing around to get it all done with no time left for yourself ever, like nowhere in a week can you find a few hours for you, you need to look deeper into that for yourself. Something else may be going on here, like staying busy stops you from facing reality, like you don't feel worthy enough to focus on you, like you're making yourself a martyr. If this is you, Before you can move on with any of the other ideas shared here, make sure you take an honest look at this, discussing this with a loved one, a friend, a therapist, journaling about it, and being honest with yourself is really, really helpful here. If you're someone who struggles to get even one chore done, you have to remember that decluttering your space will declutter your mind. This may be as simple as doing the dishes or organizing your junk drawer, or cleaning out the refrigerator, whatever is wearing on you, tackle it in pieces. You can always tell the health of my mental state by my laundry room. If it's in chaos, so am I. If it's under control, so am I. So let's start this by understanding we are worthy of time to ourselves to feed our interests. Then let's see responsibility and creativity as equals. Next, let's make a plan. Here are four simple steps to guilt-free creativity. Number one, you're going to make a do list. Okay. It's a do list, right? Like a to-do list, but you're going to label this to-do list by the days of the week. So let's say you're labeling this list due Monday. When you do that, it's going to set the expectation that you're going to attempt these specific tasks on this specific day. 
Now, rather than having one large list of things to do, this breaks down your responsibilities into smaller chunks and it helps you prioritize and it helps you pencil in time for you. So if you're looking at all of your chores, do you have to do them all today? No. What do you need to get done today? Well, I need my work clothes, so laundry is first on the list today, right? Okay, so you have your list labeled due Monday. Now, include on this list everything you want to accomplish on that day. Include the chores, the hours you will work, appointments you have, phone calls you need to make, questions you need answered, the dinner menu, any exercise, reading, or journaling plans. And make sure to include your creativity goal for that day. So the next thing you're going to do is you're going to mark things off as you go. So at the end of the day, I always try to fit in what I've missed. So maybe it's my stretches or my meditation. Maybe you can change your nail polish right before bed. I know it's risky. You'll have to wait until morning to see if they dried without blanket wrinkles. But checking items off the list is pretty motivating. So whatever you don't get done on the list, though, don't sweat it. Just add it to another day, maybe tomorrow or a different day. And make sure to take a moment to look at all the things you did get done and be proud of yourself for that accomplishment. It's amazing to see all the things that we do in a day. Okay, so that's number one, doing your to-do list, which is very important, right? Because once you get everything on paper, you can see it, you can manage your time better, you can prioritize your tasks, you can see where you can fit yourself in, it's important to do. So number two then is, speaking of importance, see yourself as important. Like what lengths would you go to if your child wanted to learn a new instrument or take up dance or become an athlete? What lengths would you really go to for them? Would you talk them out of it? Would you fill them with fear and doubt? Would you make excuses over money and time? I don't think you would. Or would you make it happen because you love them that much? This is how much you need to love yourself. This is the kind of support and encouragement you need to show yourself. Do not feel selfish. Just love yourself as much as you would love everyone else in your life. Okay, number three, you're going to give. If you want to fill yourself with love, joy, and abundance, give of yourself. Care about others. Help when needed. Show kindness. Be connected. Be compassionate. Give without any expectation of reciprocation. Give without being attached to what the other person does with what you give them. Let's say you give someone a meal or money and they give it away to somebody else. This does not change your act of kindness. So don't be tied to it. And remember, you can't feel selfish when you're giving, right? It's not possible. So the more you give, the less selfish you feel. Here's the last thing, number four. Number four, you need to make believing that you are a good person a habit. I am good, okay? So first, if you need to, revisit the knowledge that you are good by writing those lists again of all the nice things that you've done, your facts that prove it. Then you need to change how you view yourself. You need to change how you value and honor yourself. You need to believe in yourself because that's the foundation of the law of attraction. And by doing these things, you control what you actually accomplish. 
We would love to hear your thoughts. Join us in our private Facebook group, Motivate Me Support System, and check out MotivateMePodcast.com for anything else. And I, as usual, am going to leave you with some truth talk from me to you. Selfishness is such an important topic. Feeling selfish runs deep. It holds us back. It controls us. And in the end, it will have been pointless. So let go of whatever created this in you the best that you can. And keep working at understanding how truly good you are. Make believing in yourself a habit. No one has the power to change this narrative but you. And that is only a decision away. Please remember, you motivate me. I'm Lynette Renda. The world keeps turning and I just keep moving along.